Hey, Oasis Church Chicago, Pastor JP here. Hey, we're so glad that you're joining with us on our podcast today. I pray today that this message stirs your faith, that it builds you up, that it draws you closer to the Father's heart, and ultimately that you just feel the embrace of heaven. We would love to stay connected with you and you to stay connected with us. So please feel free to check us out on our website, oasischurchchicago.com, or download our app, Oasis Church Chicago. Also, you can be sure to join with us on our live stream on our YouTube page every Wednesday night and Sunday morning. Now here's today's message. I mean, I believe the Spirit of God is, is here. And I don't say that to say it. I believe it. I, I, I sense He's here and He's moving. And so if you came this morning um, looking to, like I prayed, to be entertained or to get some really good feel and tingles, um, you came to the wrong place. What's happening and what's going to happen in a moment, I'm going to invite a dear friend, a dear brother, a dear father now of this house I'm up here in a moment, and we're going we're gonna to have a, a moment of, of real conversation, and we're going to process through together what's going on in our city, what's going on in our nation, not as a political side, none of that, but as a, as a, 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 not as like anything else except what, it, what we're supposed to do as the family of God. And so if you came to get entertained, this is, this is one of those moments in our church, this is a family talk. We, th- we, we had something planned, and we had something going that was set up for this weekend. I'll share in a second, but we threw it out the window as of yesterday afternoon. I don't know if you know this, but um, when you walk in somewhere and you don't have a plan, it's really scary. No, no, you don't. You never had that with your business. You like walk into a presentation. Some of you college students know you think you just walk in and give a presentation and it's scary. But you know what's cool about being the family is that we trust God and we trust the spirit. And what his spirit has said to us today is to pause, to stop. And to have a moment as the family, as Oasis Church Chicago and others that are here and guests, to, to just lean into what God would have us to say. So I want to introduce um, Pastor Ed Anderson this morning. Can we welcome Pastor Ed here this morning? And I'll give him a proper introduction in a moment, but I get engulfed. Um, I was just lost for a second as he hugged me and embraced me. One of the largest men I know. We're, we're going to sit down, but... Um, I jokingly say, and I'm going to give it, we, uh, Pastor Ed's here, Pastor John's here, some of their team, I don't know where they may be, uh, right there. Um, they're here from Celebration Church down in Jacksonville, Florida. And you guys have heard us reference this and, and talk about them. And um, I was able to go two years ago, and, and in that moment, I was able to visit the church. And Pastor Tim Timberlake, one of our oversights for our church is there now, and that's how we got connected. And long story short, I don't want to take too much time, but um, the Lord met me there. That's when I had an encounter on the on the. Yeah, so um, it's also really awkward to cry in front of a bunch of people. But, um, the Lord met me and met me and Rach. She wasn't there, but she, she uh, received it when I came home. And so we gained in that moment um, spiritual fathers and mothers and family. Uh, this church down there is incredible. They are incredible. So they're here in, um, this morning. And, and why they were here originally a couple months ago, we talked to them about coming in. Um, they, they, they are a part of another organization called One Child. And One Child is, a, is a, a great, amazing organization. We're going to share more about that in the weeks and months to come. But they do child sponsorship across the globe. And the, uh, the, uh, what, what Celebration and Awakening Alliance is a part of is kingdom family all across the globe. And so they were coming this morning to present to us um, sponsorships in Zimbabwe, lifting up kids, caring for kids, investing in kids. And, um, 
in the, in the wake and in the moment of what's happened in our city with Adam Toledo and what's happening in Minnesota with Dante Wright, what's happening in our nation for the last year and a half. I woke up for the last two days um, and felt this sense that we got to just throw everything out. And it isn't by chance that Pastor Ed's here and the team's here. Um, and I called them yesterday. I jokingly said, I'm calling you guys. Like, you just flew up here with all your boxes, all your luggage, all your, and like, I'm calling to say, like, we got to put a moment of pause here and we need to have a moment. And uh, they sensed the same thing and they felt yes. And, and Pastor Ed is, is here. He did 28 years of ministry, pastoring and leading in this city, him and his family and his, and his boys. And his, can we just bless him for that? Can we thank God for him and his family? And, and um, Six years ago, you moved to Jacksonville, you left, and this is the first time in four years, if I'm not mistaken, five years, that he's back in Chicago. And I don't think it's coincidence. I don't think it's chance that he's just back here on this weekend in the midst of what we're experiencing once again in our city, that he has um, wisdom and discernment and, and, and just fatherhood uh, speech. Can I say it that way? The speech of a father to share to our body what we need to do in this time and in this moment. And so it, it was just one of those moments where we were released everything to God. Can I, can I say something? I'm already standing. I told you I wasn't going to stand until the, he was supposed to stand first. Um, I turned around during worship and I'm telling you guys, can I, can I just speak this over this house right now? Some of you, you need to stop fighting God. You need to release your life over to him. The games are done. You actually don't have tomorrow promise. And somehow, some way, some of us in this room right now are sitting here thinking, I can wait till tomorrow. I can wait till next week. I can wait till next month to get serious about my relationship with Jesus. I can wait till a time when it looks really good, when I have all the right things set up. The time is now. And you need to come to the grips that you got to release your life over. You got to just say, I'm done. I'm done playing. You guys know my story. You know my, my, my testimony. You know everything. But some of you in this room right now, the time is now. And so we sat here as a church and we said, let's, let's just hand this moment over to God. So this is like nothing we normally experience. I don't have a polished message. I'm not even going to open up my laptop. I don't even know why I have this laptop up here in Jesus' name. Like we are going to talk about what's happening. But we're not just going to talk. We're actually going to put some action to what's going on. We were talking last night at dinner and then I'm going to hand it over. 2020 was a year of talk. It was for them what they put language to it. It's a year of declarations. We declared a bunch of stuff. We spoke out a bunch of what God has told us to speak and believe in the wake of all that happened, in the wake of a pandemic, in the wake of uncivil unrest, and in the wake of um, the unraveling of racism that's deep within our country, deep within our churches. We, we talked. We have enough blogs. We have enough posts. We have enough panels. We've had it all. Talk's done. Talk is over. 2021, what it's about, what I said, it's about action. What you guys brought language. Anybody thankful that people have better language sometimes? Yeah. They, they said it's, a, it's now a year of demonstration. We are called now as the body. I'm not talking to now. I'm talking to Oasis Church, Chicago family, and the other people that are part of the family of God. It is now time to start putting action into this thing. Talk is cheap. Like my, my, my dad used to tell me all the time, talk's cheap, Jay. Stop talking and be about it. Guess what, church? Talk's cheap. No more Instagram posts. I'm standing again. No more Facebook posts. No more like, I'm going to retweet this. I'm going to reshare this just to make sure that people know where I stand and then go back into your corner, back into your sphere and not go and influence and love your neighbor. Hello? 
Not love your, 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 the, the person that you, you, you know is next door in pain. Not loving your roommate, college students. Enough's enough. Stop for the sake of the gospel. Stop reposting. I told you all, I'm talking to my family today. Start putting some action into who we are called to be as the body of Christ. And so I, I'm going to hand this over because I'm... But we, we just feel today, once again, we're, on this, we're in this moment. The stores are being boarded up again. We're, we're, we're expecting uh, the trial t- uh, of, uh, up in Minnesota to, to have the verdict. Again. We're, we're expecting all this. The spirit of chaos is running rampant. And we're sitting back as a church going, well, I'll just throw a post and everything will be fine. Instead of going, no, no, I'm in this game because the spirit of the Lord has been upon me to preach the good news, to cast out demons, to heal the sick, to give sight to the blind. And instead, we're shrinking back going, well, I'll just let the pastors do it. I'll make sure that that, that, that I put. No, it is our job as the family of God. I'm yelling and I'm sorry, but one of our pillars of this house is God's city and another one is God's family. If we're going to say those are pillars, then we better be about it. So the time is now, church. The time is now to demonstrate this, to live this thing out. We got kids, 13-year-olds. We got a one-year-old getting shot on Lakeshore Drive. We got mothers that are raising kids, single mothers raising kids in this city. We got enough, enough's enough. We are the power source for this city. And so right now, I want to just ask Pastor Ed to share what's ever on his heart and, and, and just speak to how we do this, what this looks like for us. How do we actually put this demonstration into action? And, and then just let the Holy Spirit minister. Some, you're not here by chance. He's standing up already. I'm going to sit down. <laughs> I'm, I'm honored to be here in this house with Pastor JP, Pastor Rachel. Uh, and all those who are in leadership here, I'm honored to also and sing greetings from Celebration Church in Jacksonville, Florida. I'm thankful for my oversight. He has also become a friend and a brother to me, Pastor John Scott. Uh, he is here. Greetings from Pastor uh, Stovall and Carrie Weems, all the way from Jacksonville, Florida. But um, as Pastor JP said, my family and I were here, and we served here for a number of years in different capacities, not only senior pastors of a church, but also... Um, those who oversaw a private Christian school here that was in existence for over 50 years. Um, So it's not by happenstance or chance that I'm here, but it's divinely ordained by God. Um, And I know that there's some things I want to share based upon what Holy Spirit told me this morning, Uh, but also, you know, each service is different, Pastor JP. And so last service, we came against and dealt with the spirit of depression and suicide. And I feel like there's still some issues with that here, too. In this service, but along with that, I also discern, and I'm coming for the spirit of shame, because I discern that there are those in here now who are dealing with a spirit of shame in different areas. I certainly heard that some are dealing with shame by way of abortion. You have participated in abortion. You're considering even abortion now. There's others who have dealt with shame by way of just how your life was and how you feel like you have um, dishonored your family in certain things. And so we're, I'm coming for the spirit. Of, I have the authority to do it. So that's why I'm calling it out. Yes. And so we'll get to that shortly. But 
um, as I prepared for today, and I, I went to bed last night, I said, Holy Spirit, just show me in a dream. Speak to me what you want me to share with your people. And I was in a position waiting to hear what Holy Spirit had to say or, or, or remember the dream, but I actually heard a voice. And so at a little after five this morning, Holy Spirit woke me up and he said this word. He said, there's something in the power of whisking. Not whiskey. <laughs> Some of you in the last service thought I was talking about whiskey. It's like, yeah, preach, Pastor! <laughs> Not whiskey. Whisking. So those of you all who cook and bake, I'm, I, I cook. I don't bake as much, but I cook. But there's, there's a whisk, and you use a whisk for a certain purpose. And so I said, well, Lord... I got the word, I'm gonna write it down. Can I, can I lay back down and get some more rest? He said, no, get up and research. It's okay. And so when I looked up the definition of whisking, and I knew what it's used for, but I just wanna share this with you because it's important. To whisk means to take or move someone or something in a particular direction suddenly and quickly. Take or move someone or something in a particular direction suddenly or quickly. Sounds familiar. A whisk is it's a cooking utensil that can be used to blend ingredients. It is used to actually incorporate air into a dish. A dish. And so like, for instance, if you get like heavy whipping cream and you take a whisk and begin to beat it and you allow air to get into that, along with taking the bowl that you're whisking and sitting on top of another bowl that has ice underneath it, the combination of the cold air and you whisking that thing causes the cream to begin to become more dense. It expands its capacity. And so one of the things that I really felt led as far as this ministry is concerned, especially during this time, is that God is calling for your ministry to be whisked to become more dense or expanding. God is mixing up some things. Remind me of the scripture in Acts chapter 2. When the day of Pentecost had finally come, they were all with one people in one place on one accord. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. One people in one place, on one accord. As Pastor JP just said, we gotta stop talking about it and be about it. It's so easy for us to give lip service to a whole lot of situations, but God is saying, I'm tired of hearing you talk about it. What are you gonna do? And you may say, well, Apostle, Pastor, how, how do I go about doing that? What, 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 what do I need to do? Well, it starts with us. It starts with the house, and a lot of times, even before we can start doing things outside, we got to deal with things inside. It's time for your house to be clean. We used to say amen or ouch. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> amen or ouch. And here's the thing. A lot of times we'll put the responsibility off on the pastors. Well, it's the pastor's responsibility to do this. I don't have any. But no, you are a believer. You are a part of Oasis Church in Chicago. God has called you to do great things. He didn't call you to sit on the sidelines. He called you to be engaged. And now is the time, and now is definitely the season. In this city, God needs engagement. He needs you to be engaged in what's going on. And you may say, well, what is, how do I go about doing it? It starts with you. 
Are you holding something against someone? Are you walking in unforgiveness? I told y'all, amen or ouch. How effective can you be on everything that's going out, going on out there if in here you have a problem with the person sitting next to you or the person sitting behind you or in front of you? God has called us to be the body of Christ, not the cousins of Christ, <laughs> brothers and sisters in the Lord. And Pastor JP had mentioned earlier that there's some who are running. Uh, yeah, the day is, that day ends. Because God did not send me here just to make you all encouraged or just to uh, entertain you in some way. He sent me here because there was a desire. He desires for there to be reconciliation and restoration first in this church and then also in the city. Sometimes reconciliation requires us to lay our pride down and get naked. Because in some cases, that's the only way we can move forward and do what God has called us to do. That was unplanned, it was unscripted, but it was necessary. What are you willing to do You were put here for a reason and for a purpose, not just in the city, but also in this church. And you were specially gifted and anointed to do certain things within the city. This is why you're here. You're not just here by happenstance or chance. It was divinely ordained before the foundations of the world for you to be in this place at this time to deal with the things that are going on in the city right now. And it's not about us getting on soapboxes. It's not about us posting things on social media. It's about showing compassion to those around us. It's about covering our city in prayer. It's about doing whatever God has told you to do because he's gifted you and anointed you to handle it. So what are you doing? What are you willing to do? But the demonstration starts right here. The demonstration starts right here. God is saying, I need you to do these things and you got to start doing them now because unless you do them, they won't be done. One of the last scriptures that I want to read is in uh, Psalms 133 and it says, As behold, how good and pleasant it is when brothers dwell in unity. It is like the precious oil on the head running down on the beard, on the beard of Aaron, running down on the collars of his robes. It is like the dew of Hermon, which falls on the mountains of Zion. For there the Lord has commanded the blessing, life forevermore. His blessing is commanded in unity. And not this old fake unity that we've always been talking about. But when your actions come in line with the words that you speak. So let's not just talk about it. Let's be about it. The city of Chicago needs your involvement. It needs your involvement in prayer. It needs your involvement in how you show yourself. So the world is looking to us. How am I supposed to handle what's going on in the city right now? How am I supposed to handle all these things that are happening? They have no answer. We have to show them the example. We have to show them what's supposed to be going on, what's supposed to happen. Pastor, I don't, I keep talking. <laughs> God is saying no more. I'm, I'm tired of lift service. I'm tired of things happening the way they're happening. It starts with you. 
And here's the thing. Sometimes you don't even know or understand exactly what God has called you to because of everything that's going on in your life. And God's saying, I need you to be able to just sit still for a minute, stay focused, let me speak to you. How often do you go away and just listen to the voice of God? Amen or ouch? Amen or ouch? The livelihood of this city, the protection of this city is in your hands. And you may say, that's a great weight for you to put on me. Well, that's why I'm here. I didn't come to make things easy and light. Came to share with you the demand God is putting on your life. He desires a return on the investment that he deposited into you. Anyone that makes an investment expects a return. So why would we think God wouldn't want one? Some of us have been, quote unquote, living our lives for the Lord for centuries. Well, not centuries, decades. Yeah, for centuries, that's another situation. <laughs> Some are still new, but it doesn't matter. When you make an investment, your, your expectation is to receive a return on your investment. And so God is saying, I'm expecting my return. And here's the thing. Once he gets some of his return, he's going to re make another deposit. He's going to reissue that. And now is the time. What are you willing to do? We're going to have communion on today. We're going to talk about some other things. But God just really wants to deal with you as far as what you're willing to do. And he said, I'm tired of lip service. What are you willing to demonstrate today? And so, Pastor, do you, do you have anything else you want to say before I move on? Um, yeah, just to our body, right? To our people. Thank mm -hmm. you, Pastor. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know why I'm sitting, but I'm going to stay seated. That's fine. Um, they will know us by our love. Mm -hmm. I think the Bible says that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you're sitting here and you're going, but all of this, it's so big. It's so chaotic. It's so massive. So hard, and yes, to all of those things. Mm -hmm. They will know us by our love mm -hmm. for one another. Mm -hmm. Not just our love, but our love for one mm -hmm. another. Mm -hmm. I don't know your, uh, your backgrounds. I don't know where you've come from. I don't know what your home life is like. I don't mm -hmm. know what your story is. I don't, there is a plethora of people here. Someone said earlier to us, speaking to us, said it's a melting pot. We have a melting pot of mm -hmm. people in this room. Mm -hmm. This is not a normal church in the city no. where we have people from every walk of life, mm -hmm. every demographic, every, every neighborhood. Like, guys, you understand we have almost, almost every, like, I would say three-fourths of every neighborhood represented in this church. Wow. We're a melting pot mm -hmm. that God has orchestrated and brought together. Even those of you that call home in the suburbs or you're down in Bourbon A, we see you, we we're here with you, we, we get it. Mm -hmm. We are called to show our love to one another. So for you that are a business person that you will wake up tomorrow and you'll go on to your Zoom meetings that you're tired of <laughs> and you got that coworker that literally doesn't know how to unmute their button <laughs> and you want to just lose it or you see them typing on their keyboard, they're typing to some other coworker talking about you and you know it. They will know us by our love for one another. 
you're a college student, and you didn't say this, but or maybe you did, and forgive me if you did, but like our conversations are terrible as believers right now. Yeah. They're toxic. Yeah. And some of you are finding your, your, your acceptance, your identity, mm-hmm. college students, young adults, you're finding your identity in some toxic conversations. Mm-hmm. You, it's just, I think Pastor Nick said it last week. We were going away. Thank you for letting us go away. I didn't even say that. Thank you for that time. Pastor Nick brought a great word, but, but somehow in the church, it's not gossip. It's just, it's just I'm airing out my feelings. <laughs> no, it's gossip. Mm-hmm. They will know you by your love for one another. Mm-hmm. If you can't say it to the person that you're talking about, don't say it. Come on. I love you all, but until we deal with this stuff, we can, there's not a snowball's chance, I won't finish the line, that we can't go out there. Oh, you will. You'll be able to go out there. You'll be able to say some stuff, do some things. It will burn out. Because until our hearts are purified, until our lives are actually walking the way of Jesus, doing the things of Jesus, some of you are spouses in this room, and you have bitterness towards your spouse. You've been hurt. They will know us by our love for one another. So important. Like, like we, we don't have a chart of the 27 things that we need to do as a, as a church here in the city in this time. What we have is we have the word of God. We have the spirit of God. And we have each other to go and say, no, 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 no. We don't do this. We don't operate this way. We don't. We, no, no. This is how we do this here. They will know us by our love for one another. Mm-hmm. You know what love does? Looks past different political beliefs. You know what love does? Doesn't justify what happened to a 13-year-old boy. No, 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 no. Doesn't. And Pastor, there are many conversations that are being had throughout the city and even around the world about what's happening here. Our conversation should be about, Father, what do you want me to do? How can I transform this, my city? So when the conversations come to you, dismiss them. You have the right to your opinion, but so do I have the right to mine. And my opinion is, I'm going to follow what he says. And I'm going to encourage, I'm going to pray for, I'm going to demonstrate who God has called me to be. And it's not to get involved in those conversations. It's to encourage. Stop people. I know this is raw and this is, is this okay? You guys are right. Mm-hmm. Stop them. Mm-hmm. I was with a brother when we left, before we left for a little time away, and he began to just talk. He began to just air, like he was, I knew he was Bobby. just trapped. Mm-hmm. He was just trapped. Mm-hmm. And before I would sit there and listen, I just said, brother, stop talking. Mm-hmm. And I laid my hands on his chest and I began to pray. Mm-hmm. What would happen? What would happen if we would walk out of our houses and walk around our block one, maybe seven times and pray in the spirit? Come on now. What would happen? Mm-hmm. What would happen if we shut the media off, the social media off? What would happen if we called three of our best friends and told them, you know what, come over tonight. We're, we're going to pray. Mm-hmm. We're going to intercede. Mm-hmm. We're going to stop talking, and we're going to demonstrate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is what is going to change this city. Mm-hmm. And some of you, listen, I know you're, 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 this is all noise, Pastor. Thank you. This is, we've heard this my whole life. I, 
I'll say this. We've said it for five years. We will not stop praying against the wickedness of the city. We will not stop praying against the violence of the city. Mm -hmm. I don't care how long it takes me. I don't care if I don't see it on this side of eternity. I'm going to keep doing what my father's told me to do. And I have prayed the same for us. We're not going to stop. We're not going to stop speaking up against this. We're not going to stop believing for this. Mm -hmm. Prayer is our first weapon. Mm -hmm. It's the most important. Mm -hmm. And then we act. Mm -hmm. 